definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Hump Day. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way taking care of us. You may also hit us up. You got any thoughts, comments, questions? Uh, you can bring those all in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. As we are with you for the next three hours or so. Three hours? I said or so. Oh, my gosh. If you want to get super technical, uh, you and I are still here for the next, like, 2.53. Okay. A little better, huh? How are you doing this morning? A little better. A little bit. How's it going? I'm here. What it do, baby? What it do, what it do. <laughs> we will... Uh, We'll dabble on a lot of stuff hey, here yo, on this. Sneeder. Sneederoo. Captain Sneederoo. What's it? We got our Halloween candy draft today. Oh, okay. That makes today. I hope you're prepped. Oh, you don't have to prep for that. You don't have to prep for it? You just no, go with your you, gut? You just take candy corn and you lose. I mean, it's over. Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take candy. <clears throat> I'm not stupid. You take uh <clears throat> cookies and cream, you lose. We do know that. If you take it first overall. I don't think cookies and cream has gone in any of the uh, the drafts that have come after that one. I don't think it's gone at all. And I think it's a worthy enough candy no, to be drafted. No. No. Cookies and cream is a good candy. No. It is. It's terrible. It's just not a first overall pick. Why is it terrible? It's just white chocolate, man. No, it's got like cookie chunks in it. Still, no, no bueno. Lucas, in or out on the cookies and cream? Out, out. Okay, so in on candy corn, but out on the cookies and cream. So we will have our uh, Halloween draft coming. He's up. not in on candy corn. Yeah, he was. No, he's oh, not. Oh no, no, no. Sorry, I forgot. Maris was. That was dumb Wait, old what, Maris. What were you? Uh, what were you on the the positive side of? Yesterday, that was the Whoppers. Whoppers. Oh no, I'm thinking of the uh, the Disturbed song. I'm going back two days. That's what he's he's uh, sound of silence. That you're yeah. Against. <laughs> you know who you sound like. You know who you actually sound like. Yeah, the <laughs> crash <yeah>. test dummies. <laughs> You're trying to be disturbed. He's come off as, uh, mm-hmm. once there was this girl that song. who got into an accident. I don't remember. Those are the exact words, but somewhere along the lines. So, yeah, we'll have our Halloween candy draft. I'm going to take a, uh, we're going to compare rosters, hacks. Okay, we're going to look back to 2011. For the Texas Rangers. Okay. And just look at the two starting lineups for uh, what we'll have coming up on Friday. Starting lineup there. And uh, you're going to pick back and forth who you would rather have. 
in your starting lineup, that one or this one, and we'll just kind of see who's the uh, the better hitting nine, not the not necessarily the pitchers, because I I would think the overall pitchers were better for starting pitching and bullpen were better on that that roster. Um, but uh, we'll we'll do a little comparison of the last time the Rangers were in the World Series. Okay. 12 years ago. Uh we'll talk a little tech football, but it's bye week so we don't have to dabble too much in it. I got a I got basketball as uh we're 14 days away from Texas Tech basketball season opening. 2 weeks out and you're going to be back on the airwaves calling uh Red Raider basketball as they'll open the season against A&M Commerce. What are you most uh what non-conference game or matchup are you most excited about right now? Are you more excited about going to the Bahamas or Hinkle Fieldhouse? I guess is my question. Because I don't know if there's another one that compares to those, either of those. You know, believe it or not, Hinkle Fieldhouse. I, I thought that might be your answer. That's why I asked the question. Yeah. Just Yeah. Is it is it Hoosiers? Is Absolutely, it 100%. I, okay. I I didn't know if there was, I mean, just because of history in that place. We're going to go up there and play Terhune. Terhune. Who was the team they played? Um, South Bend. South Bend Bears. Is that or the Cubs? Which I think it said Bears across the jersey. So South Bend Bears in the movie. I don't know if they're actually the Bears or not, but um, yeah, I I figured that would be your answer. Just getting to be at at Hinkle and and check that out with with Butler. But uh, yeah, we're only fourteen days away. I'm gonna throw a level up on my shoulders and have him. You know, get the. Please do. <laughs> I want that picture so bad. <laughs> Wait, who do you think can hold the other one up better? You both are large, like, large individuals, large human yeah. beings. He's definitely taller, so it would make more sense for him. Like for the photo, it would make more sense for him to to be on or you to be on his shoulders for the recreating the photo. Who was it? It was uh, Ollie on whose shoulders? Strap, I think. Strap, okay. I think you're right. But Buddy. <laughs> please recreate that photo. <laughs> I think you would be in for it, especially if you're the one uh, on the shoulders. <laughs> Level is so fragile, I would I'd be scared. To... <laughs> oh, level towards AC joint trying to put packs on his shoulders. I'd break him. I don't even think you can tear a joint, but you know. You got the, you got the picture. So with uh, basketball starting, I have a, I have a list too. Your list? I do. I have a Matt Norlander's list of uh, of CBS Sports that has uh, his college basketball one hundred, top one hundred, and one. I don't know why he does a and one. Everybody likes to do the and one thing. Maybe it's because basketball, but. Uh, this is the lowest, just your tease, it's the lowest I've seen the Red Raiders on any list coming into the season. Mm. So, Mine is a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to. Okay. You do have a list. Yep. Okay, I'm, I'm very interested in that one. So we got lots to get into over the uh, next three hours. I got a beef to cook with the Astros fans. Like, if you're going to come at... At a fan base, if you're going to be mad about your team losing, if you're going to have, you know, be sour grapes, like 
do it with some backing. Have some facts or at least some huevos behind it. But the facts or huevos, facts or huevos, one or the other. (laughs) Sounds like a game show. (laughs) It absolutely does. But the, the number one argument I've seen, or the number one thing I've seen about the you know sour grapes, Are you Astros go fans, money? is money, and it is the stupidest thing. It is so dumb, and I'll actually back it up too. We'll get to that. I'll cook that beef. It's simmering right now. We'll cook it a little bit later. Uh, we got all that still to come. We'll fill you in on some headlines coming up next, including uh, opening night for the association national basketball. That is. See you into the bench. Till noon on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for a few headlines. What you need to know, part of the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. We'll get some of your thoughts Coming up in uh, a little bit, but uh, right now the headlines are yours, and we'll start off with uh, MLB last night as the Rangers learned their opponent for Friday. It'll be the Arizona Diamondbacks after they win 4-2 to over the Phillies. They did exactly what the Rangers did and went on the road to win the final two. Took it in Game 7 last night. Phillies fans were sad. Arizona in the World Series. They've had a longer World Series appearance drought in the Rangers. They have a title. The Rangers don't, but it's been a longer uh, drought for them. 2001, the last time that they played in the Fall Classic. Do you remember what happened in that one? 2001 World Series? Yeah. 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 Randy Johnson and... Remember who got the, the game-winning hit in Game 7? See if you can really pull that one. Boy. No. Hit it through the middle. I think bases were loaded. Hit it through. Luis Gonzalez? You got it. You said no, and then you... Woo! Speaking of Astros, he was a better Diamondback than he was an Astro, but he was an Astro early in his career. And um, How about that? That was a good pull. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. You know, there's there's sports memories you have. That one stuck for a long time. I guess because the Yankees were on such a tear there. And they upended the Yankees in Game 7. Yeah, it felt like this kind of team from out of nowhere that had kind of cool uniforms and two <laughs> mega arms. Lots of purple that, and green, yeah. Yeah, just came out of nowhere to um, yeah, like defeat Goliath. I think that's why we felt that way. Yeah, no, I, I, I just remember I stayed up late to watch yeah. that one. I think it was on a Monday night, and it was, yeah, it was a, a fun little series there, so... Hopefully they don't have the same success. Uh, Diamondbacks and Rangers World Series. Now, just like last Friday, due to uh, high school football, we will have game one of the World Series on sunny 97.7. We'll have all the games, of course, on uh, on our airwaves. The majority will be on Double T 97.3, but uh, game one will be on sunny 97.7 because we got high school football all over, all over the place on Friday, as usual. Um. The NBA opens tonight, or sorry, I guess it opened last night, but for the Texas teams, it gets underway tonight, and uh, the Rockets will play in Orlando against the Magic at 6 o'clock, and then the Spurs and Mavs will play against each other from San Antonio, 
as uh, Victor Wimbenyama makes his debut, much-anticipated debut in the NBA. I'm very interested to see how this goes for him because I, mean, I don't I don't think we've seen someone crowned quite like him. We've we've had some big names and so it, it feels like since LeBron in terms of it people does. saying it's a sure thing, this is this is a guy. So there's a lot of pressure on that young man. Now he does some amazing things with with his length. Um and it's it's crazy to see a seven foot three dude do what he can do. <laughs> But or just a seven foot three dude in general. But uh, we'll see how that that goes in San Antonio. That will uh, tip off at eight thirty tonight. Eight thirty for that one. Uh, high school fan zone tonight. Yours right here on one hundred point seven. Score coaches from Friendship, Lubbock Cooper, and Liberty Cooper will join. Um. That'll be Tommy Wood tonight here in the First United Bank studio. Texas Tech Volleyball also in action quite a bit earlier than that as they have a 5 o'clock matchup against Cincinnati. It'll be uh, trying to snap a nine-game skid. There's so much youth on the same. They got, what, seven freshmen? I believe is what Coach Greystone has on the roster and they're definitely trying to figure some things out, and they got to figure out a way to get that losing streak stopped tonight. Is an opportunity to do just that. So once again, the five o'clock start time on that one. Cincinnati this year is uh, is ten and nine overall. They have struggled in conference play as well, three and six in league play. So. This is definitely one of the more winnable matchups in the league for for Texas Tech. And uh, Stars beat the Penguins last night 4-1. to They are now 4-0-1 on the season. They'll play the Maple Leafs tomorrow night. You two can hit us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, all of it welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7, the score mobile app. Uh, here's a few on the chat line. Will Weird Al of that Weird Al version of that song is yeah, so good. That it, it is so good that it crosses over into the real version. I had the real version in my head, and then the kazoo started playing in my head. <laughs> That's funny. There's, just, there's a few Weird Al songs that can do that. Yeah, right? where where it's like you start singing the lyrics to his song instead of, you know, which one I do sometimes. Amish Paradise, Amish Paradise yeah. <laughs> instead of Gangster Paradise, yeah. Amish Paradise, I'll do that one. Ah, oh, there's one more. Churning up the butter. Oh, you know what? Uh, Fat. No, the American Pie song where he's singing about uh, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I cannot remember the name of that one. eBay is my favorite one. eBay? Yeah. There's some great Weird Al stuff. Uh, if you pick that's the best one of all time. I'm fat, fan, really, really fat. <laughs> that's the one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you pick dots today, you lose. Oh, Collier did that in one of the drafts. Oh, since uh, see this this Halloween candy draft has spanned so long that it was before when you were on with me. Yeah. I've had two co-hosts in between that time, and yeah, and then you got them fired, and now we're back to. Uh, yeah. Killed him. 
back to it. I don't think they're dead. Probably. <laughs> One of them, maybe. Uh, South Texas Ambassador Preston says, Stroh's fans have been finding out can dish it but can't take it. Yeah, I might as well cook the beef. It's not going to take cook forever. Cook the beef. I'm going to take forever. I keep seeing all this crap on social media. I mean, there were like several posts. Um, there was uh, this offseason, they spent $561.2 million on free agents. Rangers bought a team, or bought, not grown. Uh, just remember, the Rangers spent $800 million to beat the Houston Astros. So the franchise the, the spend it decided to spend about a billion dollars funny how the numbers keep fluctuating to buy a superstar double play combo an entire pitching staff and a hall of fame manager ko the astros hope the rangers are proud well lol congrats to the rangers who had to go spend nearly a billion dollars just to beat us i mean this this stuff's all over but uh one thing people it's been very lazy of astros fans did you see the payroll for this year for the Astros? For both teams. No, I'd love to I'd love to hear about it. The 20 23 payroll. The Rangers are ninth in MLB, okay. which is not small, but it's not That's near called the top. Competitive. Yeah. Payroll, $195 million as a payroll. So ninth there. Who's tenth? The Houston Astros, $192 million. Literally $3 million more on the payroll this year. And the Astros keep saying, oh, you went and bought your team. It's the stupidest argument out there. I mean, as sour grapes as it gets. But, oh, they didn't grow it. They bought it. Two key cogs on your team are rookies this year. Guys that have come up through the system. I will absolutely acknowledge that the Rangers spent money to go get it. To go... And that's what I've been asking them to do for 10 years. And they did it. And I'm very happy with it. Because that's what you should do. But uh, there's some there's some pretty big pieces. Oh, Justin Verlander, the Astros' best pitcher for the last five years. He wasn't bought, was he? Oh, wait. You, you did have to go trade and get him at the trade deadline. But homegrown. Because he was an Astro from the start. Oh, wait. No, he was a Tiger. <laughs> Who's a tiger? So it's the dumbest argument out there. It is as sore loser as it gets. And come on, Astros fans. And there's some Astros fans on the chat line that are thinking it's stupid too. So not all Astros. I won't group you all together. But anytime I've seen that, it is it is stupid. They are literally next to each other when it comes to the payrolls. Three million dollars difference. So. I saw a ton of that. I just didn't even give it any mind. I didn't get, I mean, cause I, I know where those two stand on yeah. the payroll and they're going to be fairly been. close. And I know that people that win major league baseball championships spend money. That's how it works. It is the end of the bench. More of your thoughts coming up on 100.7 score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy hump day, y'all. It's the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank Studio. Lucas White across the way handling us. You can uh, keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got, bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. 
through that 100.7, the score. Mobile app we'll, uh, gets our Halloween candies draft coming your way on, at uh, 10.30 this morning. Um, continue to uh, bring in those those thoughts and uh, comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You want my list? Yeah, bring us your list. All right, this is going around the internet pretty heavy, so there's a good chance you've seen it. I actually have it. And I'm not exactly sure if this is supposed to be funny or serious. I I, I can't tell. Okay. But uh, a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date. So is this like a Reddit thing? Because a lot of these ones on Reddit are pretty good. I think you'll find once I'm done with this, you'll be saying, okay, where would you go on a date? Okay. I'm going to go fast. Top to bottom. Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, The Movies, Your House, Any Fast Food Chain, B-Dubs, Wingstop, Red Lobster, A Buffet, IHOP, Denny's, The Gym, Church, Starbucks, uh, Coffee Dates, Ice Cream Dates, Family Functions, Movie Night, that's Netflix, Hulu, etc. Somewhere that requires a long drive, bowling, nightclubs, and a hookah bar. Apparently where the ladies don't want to go. I was wondering, where's Fazoli's on there? Hey! Because I had Fazoli's and you had Olive Garden. Well, yeah, mine was on there, so it worked out. So this list is crap. I landed my fish at the oligarchy. Um, Man, I'm trying to think. I guess anywhere local, basically, is still, still okay on that. Not anywhere, but most places local. Yeah, right now... What about the, che- the Cheesecake Factory is trending as we speak. Because of this? I think because of this. But right here it has first date. She refused to get out of the car because he took her to the Cheesecake Factory. Do- you dropped that woman right there. Like, what's wrong with that place? They've got a little bit of everything. It's not cheap. Uh, to me, for me, for this guy, Cheesecake Factory's high end. <laughs> high end. <laughs> I mean, you can get a little bit of everything. Like, oh, man. Are there women that are really that pretentious? This guy says in, re- in a reply, Ladies, I regret to inform you that less than 2% of you are Cheesecake Factory worthy. <laughs> less than 2%. You know, I actually, like going through that, there's a few I'd agree with. If you're bringing your date to a hookah bar, yeah, that's probably a bad, bad first date spot. Bad first date. Uh, coffee is friend zone st- territory if you're going for coffee. Ah, uh, okay. You want to get some coffee? Right. I mean, don't you think so? Yeah. You go. You go for coffee. That's that's friend zone territory. So, yeah, I kind of agree with that one. Fast food. Uh, generally agree with that, unless it's two two thousand, you know, ten, and Lone Wolf Tacos is still around. And you can take her for five ninety nine cent tacos at the Lone Wolf. I think they're seventy nine cents actually. You you were not around when Lone Wolf was around. Mm-hmm. So this is small, never heard of it. Small joint. Lone Wolf is a Lubbock legend. Uh, really? This t- yeah. This small joint stayed open till two a.m. So that's one reason it was a legend. Okay. I mean, rivaled the uh, Jack in the Box tacos. If you want, like something like that. And then uh, you know where the Academy is on Nineteenth. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, you go a little past that towards the uh, east. Uh-huh. Past the cemetery. And it's I, like th- right that's there. That's probably where I would place this joint. It's like yeah. right there. <laughs> I think the building's still there. I don't know if it's being used. Do you remember Lone Wolf? Barely. Okay. Just barely. This was. It's a big-time college stop. I mean, yeah. I don't think I'm taking... Uh, Fast food. A girl to Mac Diesel's or anything, but... Fazoli's is like Fazo- one step above fast food. <laughs> no, it's fast food. It's definitely fast food. Yeah, it does have a drive-through. It's yeah. definitely fast food. So but I think it's. Hey, you go where you. It's good, good breadsticks. You should. I don't know. I say first date. You should know the woman good enough. So, I mean, sometimes it's blind dates, and there's some places on there that should definitely be safe for first dates. And if they're too pretentious for some of those places, then you probably got the wrong woman. You don't want to go roll balls on a first date. Bowling, that'd be fun. I don't know. First date, it depends. Do I know the girl or not? Do okay. you know her? Do I know her? Yeah. If it's like brand new, kind of getting to meet her, yeah, I don't. Probably not. Hey, nice to meet you. Let's go now. Not look at each other and throw balls at the Stick our fingers. I in think the balls. one that makes sense is the movies, especially for a first date. Don't, Does make sense? Yeah. Don't take. Your first day to a movie. Yeah, movie's bad because you don't get to talk to the first day. Like dinner and a movie, that's different. But just a movie, you're not really getting to know them. So, interesting list. Interesting. Good grief, people. Lone Wolf, RIP. <laughs> I don't know if it was Lone Wolf or all the booze beforehand, but that, but a toilet was always utilized the next day. <laughs> Lone Wolf. Had been open until the last few years. Yeah, I mean, it hadn't been, it hadn't been defunct too long. But so, it, you know, it may have been open the, the first few years you were here, first year huh. or two. But it was definitely a Lubbock legend. <laughs> Someone said Hooters isn't on the list. <laughs> that should have should have led with Hooters. Don't take uh. the, the wife there, or sorry, wife or. Girls are weird and dumb these days. <laughs> Baker Mayfield ruined Cheesecake Factory for women. Is this where he, like... Was the Baker Mayfield Cheesecake Factory incident, was that the one where he was got, cut, got caught by the cops running from him in front of that? Man, that looked like it was out in the middle of nowhere in Fayetteville. I thought that was That was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Where was it? I thought that was on campus. On campus? At OU. Yeah. Is that when he tripped and fell? I don't know. I, we need to figure out the Cheesecake Factory story. With okay, the Lone Wolf closed in 2018. Oh, okay. So you were here. I was here. Someone needs to open that back up. Uh, woman said she had an affair with married Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> okay, there. Oh, there's more. It was. There's apparently uh, <clears throat> nefarious activity with Baker Mayfield going on in the parking lot of the Cheesecake Factory. So that's why it would be ruined for people. There we go. Good old Baker. Keep it classy. Still bringing us stories. I remember one time we were at the Galleria in Houston, and I'd never heard of the Cheesecake Factory. And I was at my worst hangry, low blood sugar point, which is – yeah. 
I'm a terrible person when this is going. I mean, I'm an awful person to be around. And we're like, it's one of those days where I was like so irritated and so tired. I like couldn't make the next move. And finally, my dad decided we were going to Cheesecake's Factory. And I, I uh, protested. And my brother and I almost got in a fight <laughs> over the Cheesecake Factory. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for our annual, fifth annual from what I could find. Might even be sixth, but fifth annual Halloween Candies Draft. As uh, we sit here on October 25th, we're, we're one week out from, no, we're less than a week out from uh, from Halloween's Eve. Halloween's Eve. I folded, by the way, yesterday and went and bought different candy besides the uh, yeah. the Mexican. I, well, we're going to mix it in. But I went with the full-on M&Ms, like all the different flavors of M&Ms. That's what I went with. Can't go too wrong there, but you can go wrong in this draft, as we've seen in the past. We will see. As Lucas got the first pick, I'm second. Hax is third. This is a normal snake draft, as we usually do. We'll go six rounds, as usual, as well. Lucas... You are first, and you are uh, on the clock. If you can hit our sounder, if you have it, I don't even know. With the first overall pick, I am going to select the pumpkin-shaped Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. The Reese's are off the board. We're taking all Reese's off the board, right? So Lucas has Reese's and specifically pumpkin shape. Okay. With the second overall pick in our 2023 Halloween candy draft, I will take Snickers. As Hacks Snickers at my Hacks Snickers at my pick. Well, that's what I would have taken. I'm not snickering. Oh, well, I mean, like, because you wanted it. Yeah, I'm ticked. Hacks? I think it's always hardest to have the third in this particular draft because those two are the two that sh- really should go first and second almost every time. Sneakers. I will take. Are we doing all M&Ms or peanut? And... Let's spe- specify for M&Ms. Peanut. M&M's. Which is the correct one to go first. Peanut M&M's. Good pick there. Because to me, those are your clear-cut th- top three first-rounders. On to hour number, number two. <laughs> Let's just skip it. Round two. Hershey's mini chocolate bars. Okay. The Hershey's is off the board for Hacks. I think we give you all Hershey's, too. Not Kisses, but all Hershey's Bar. You better not be giving me Kisses. <laughs> I don't think Mrs. Hacks will be too too happy about In that. In Zootopia, that little guy goes, You kiss me tomorrow, <laughs> I'll bite your face off. <laughs> the little... Uh, yeah. What is he? I guess I he's a, what a he fox. Is. He's a different kind of fox. Uh, he's funny, is what he is. Um. Okay, my uh, second pick, fifth overall pick. Give me the Kit Kat. 
Take the Kit Kat off the board there. You like candy corn so much, why haven't you drafted it? Because it's not a good Halloween candy. These are what, what you go get out of the bucket. Candy corn is great to scoop up in a house. If Pre-pat- it wasn't for Halloween, candy corn wouldn't exist. I know. You just said it's not a good Halloween candy. That really ticks me off. <laughs> Lucas, go. <laughs> I've made him. All right, good. I got you flustered during the draft. So he's going to pick bad. That's what I'm going for. With my second pick, I'm going to go with Twix. Yeah. Twix for... It's the right answer. Lucas. All right, Lucas, what is your third pick then? I'm going to go with Bart Simpson's Butterfingers. Butterfinger. It's one of my personal favorites. I love a good Butterfinger. I love Butterfingers. Don't lay a finger on my Butterfinger. Wasn't that the phrase that they always used? What? And, and this is where I don't understand the uh, now extinct Butterfinger BBs. Why did we get rid of those? Yeah. Those were good, weren't those they? Those were good. BBs? Yeah. The Butterfinger BBs? Those were, those were what Bart I usually don't into. go for tricked up candy, but... That made me. The BBs were good. I mean, because they still I'm get some BBs. Yeah, I would. I would definitely still be in on the BBs. All right. Um, on to the. Oh no, this is my third pick. Let's go. I think I'm going to take it off the first non-chocolate off the board. I think it is every. Not everybody's, but most people's number one non-chocolate. Give me the Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, good pick. Sour Patch Kids for a non-chocolate. Took eight, eight picks to get to one that didn't have chocolate. Uh, with my third pick, I will take the Skittles. The Skittles, another non-chocolate. Skittles for Hack's dog. Lucas. No, it's not. Lucas to the next round. (laughs) Sorry. Hacks. I will take a Mr. Goodbar. Mr. Goodbar going fourth. It's terrific. You could have had it at sixth. You think? I think. I think you could have had it in the sixth round. I like it. Because, I mean, you had the first pick of the sixth round, so. I don't know. Um, Okay. I'm going to go. Man. That's tough. We're in the tougher territory. Okay, Hershey's has been taken off the board. Gosh dang it. Oh, this is where I'm going to screw up, it feels like. Give me the Heath bar. I think you could have got that anytime you wanted. 
I knew I was going to panic. This is what happens when you don't go in with a good draft plan. The Heath bar for me. All right, Lucas, your fourth pick. I got this little paragraph here that's pretty good. And this is talking about the worst candies. In a move that makes no sense, candy corn, preferred only by Utah, has clawed its way back into the top ten overall. <laughs> that's despite candy corn ranking second only behind the truly awful circus peanuts in a 12,000-person right poll. Rounding out the top five worst candies, Necco wafers, peanut butter kisses, and wax Coke bottles. Nah, dog. Nah. Wax Coke bottles are bad. All right, Lucas. Almond Joy. Almond Joy for Lucas, which I think you could have gotten the sixth round, too. We all three did once. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Lucas. Somebody two. gets sixlets. Round five. <laughs> you go sixlets. That's a Dots-esque pick. I have a comment from the Tiger, too. Three Musketeer bar. Three Musketeers. Or Lucas. Who's taking Whoppers? Whopper, 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 Whopper. All right, I'm going off the grid a little bit here. Give me Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces? Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces for the fifth pick. Axe. With my fifth pick, I am taking Starburst. Starburst. Dang it. That was a good one. That was a good spot for that. Chico Sticks. No. Come on. No. And I'm spelling it C-H-E-E-K-O. All right. I'll take uh, Watch McCullough with my final pick. Watch McCullough. Okay. It makes its uh, return. Dang it. Um, I'm just going to leave Lucas no time. That's my whole plan. Everlasting Gobstoppers. By the Wonka Company. Weak! No, Gobstoppers are wonderful. Weak! Milky Way. Milky Way is Lucas's last. Much better pick. He went 100% chocolate involved on Lucas's. Y'all will get to vote on this. We will uh, post it coming up later. Tell us immediately who you think won the draft on the chat line. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hump day edition of Ask the Benchwarmers is upon us. Appreciate you joining us this morning. All the thoughts, comments, and questions specifically right now. Ask the Benchwarmers time. Here with the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Tweet us at 107thescore. Dallas up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, or hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. However you want to uh, join us with your questions, we will uh, accept them just about any way possible. Several in so far. Um, so let's go ahead and get into some of those. Uh, this one, Benchwarmers, what's more depressing, Texas Tech football, Israel war, or the stock market? <laughs> uh, at a personal level, still Tech football. There is 
the war over there by the Gaza Strip is terrible stuff. Um, we are we're reprieved from that kind of stuff, or at least we try to be most of the time. Even when tech football loses and when we have rough stuff, there's there's real world things going on outside of games. That's just it's terrible. Um, I I don't. Yeah, there's politics. That's what's probably as nasty as any of it. People take their pol- political sides on things instead of just looking at humanity. And what I mean, happens. thank goodness for sports, right? I mean, I mean just, it's what we get to. Uh, you know, you get to go away. press the buttons and and be a part of a call, and um, we get to dial it up and watch it or or listen to it. Um, those things are terrific distractions from an overall horrid world um, that we're living in. So, yeah, we we are about 99% fun in sports, and um, hopefully it's a distraction. Yeah. Uh, us. Hopefully we can distract. That's the hope. But, yeah, but uh, absolutely. But keep those people in your prayers, for sure. Um, people of Israel, the, the people of Palestine that aren't, that are, you know, getting the, the uh, flack from the Hamas, that that kind of stuff, just keep them in your prayers for sure. Um, did y'all see where Cliff Kingsbury is filling in for Lincoln yeah. Riley? That's a weird thing because uh, you you don't ever hear about a coach missing time during a season. It just doesn't happen hardly ever outside of the COVID year. So yeah. Lincoln's been at home because he's been that sick, I guess. I, I only know the story surface level and – it's interesting that a coordinator's not taking over, right? Because that's usually who would be in line. But Cliff Kingsbury's been kind of running the show for him while he's been gone at practice. He has the most head coaching experience of anybody there and been a coach at the college and pro level, so I guess it does make sense, but it's kind of strange. You just you just don't see that happen, one, where an analyst would be the one to take over, or two. I mean, I, that, that shows you what would happen if – if Riley ever had to miss time for a bowl game or anything, right? Yeah, I mean that. This uh, this is an article. Um, USC football coach Lincoln Riley is sick. He's missed two straight days of practice, according to a writer for the Times. The illness is apparently significant enough that USC is working to make assistant coach or whatever he is, yeah, advisor Cliff Kingsbury. The acting assistant in Riley's absence. Uh, Riley, under the weather, starting after the game. He did not make himself available to the media, and he missed his local radio show. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, it's Cliff. Now, he's in California, so I don't know if they're still doing standard... Like COVID tests or anything, if it could be along those lines, I have no idea. But it, it's got to take a lot for a head coach to miss practices and altogether. It's just a, yeah, he's young. Something that does not happen very often. So hopefully Lincoln's okay. But interesting that, that Cliff is there in that situation. The the part that people are calling them on or Lincoln on players. Well, just that this is all happening. Well in their downfall when they they've played terrible the last two weeks and uh, so, uh, coincidentally I was thinking uh, they didn't make players well, they available didn't make players to available media. too but like I mean the, all of this happening with him missing media veils and players missing it just happens to coincide with them being terrible or just bad right now 
Who is the bench warmers? Who's the most personable coach you y'all have been around? Who is the least? Well, if it, the least is currently there, we can't say it. Most personable? Well, me for me, I've been around is it's a pretty easy one. He's the current head football coach. He's he's personable with people he's never met before. So uh, it's it's pretty easy for that one. Um, I will say Grant McCaslin, um, very nice dude. I haven't spent a ton of time around him, but I really like the person he he seems to be. Seems to be real, and that's what I really want in a coach for the most part. Is besides winning and being good coach, I want someone that's real, especially from the the snakey snake you had a couple of coaches ago. My uh, answer is Scott Sutton from Oral okay. Roberts, now at Oklahoma State. Scott took me under my or his wing when I was really young and inexperienced and even more stupid than I am now and um, made me feel welcome and made work awesome for uh, 11 years. Yeah, it's good. Mitch Warmer's the best thing about an off week in football is you can't lose a game. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Not a question. But you start a losing to bye weeks, you're in trouble. In big, big trouble. Um, this was from Sneed earlier. I meant to read it. It was his dad joke, but he says it's from his pastor. Hey, Hacks, what's the difference between a Globe Life hot dog and a Minute Maid hot dog? What? You can still buy a hot dog at Globe Life. <laughs> oh, that was good. Good job, Sneed's pastor. <clears throat> Squeaky. Bench warmers, start bench cut, peanuts, pistachios, cashews. Peanuts, pistachios, cashews. If we're going the peanut as a whole, including peanut butter. No, 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 no. No, we're no, just no. going the nut, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a good one, man. I think I'm cut I'm cutting the pistachio and I like pistachios. I'm starting cashew. If if it's peanut alone, just the shelled peanut or shelling a peanut, I'm going peanuts start, cashews bench, and cutting the wonderful pistachio. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's just I know they're all good. Cashew peanut for me, and then pistachio. But yeah, love them all. I feel the, like I the, the the fat content in the cashews got something to watch out for. Well, yeah, they're so good. Yeah, so good though. Money, man, cost money. Yeah. Got it, girl. Sorry. Gets in the head. John Redcorn. Uh, ah, gotta get money. You, you said money. I'm like, that's where my that's where my head went. Might as well, Lucas, if you're there. Let's get old John. Gotta get money for the things I wanna buy. Gotta get money, so when the plane don't let me fly, gotta get money, or else I'm gonna die. Uh, Big Mountain Fudge Cake. This one from the chat line. Have we seriously gone half a week without analyzing Brittany Mahomes slash Taylor Swift's touchdown (laughs) celebration? We have. I'm proud of it, too. But what, what a world we live in. Brittany Mahomes and Taylor Swift has a, have a touchdown celebration. A little, little touchdown shimmy. That's crazy. Benchwarmers, are the Diamondbacks the team you wanted to see in the World yes. Series? Why? Yes, because I think the Phillies have a little more pop. But that being said, 
if you get to the World Series, you're good. You don't get there without being good. So, uh, did look at the Vegas odds hacks and Rangers minus one eighty five. So, in in favorite terms, that's a pretty heavy favorite. Plus one fifty five to bet the Diamondbacks. But the Diamondbacks have been underdogs every single round so far, so don't matter. Rangers were Diamondback. Rangers were dogs, I think, in every round for a while there. I mean, and to begin every round. Once you got up, then it, the odds change, obviously. So Rangers are a fairly heavy favorite, which might scare some people. Where's your candy draft results posted, and is there a vote? They will be, will be posted to our Twitter, at 107thescore. I'm sure Hacks will retweet it. We'll we'll get some retweets, and you'll be able to find it on Twitter. Um, a little bit later, I'll post the results to Facebook as well. So it'll be this afternoon. You can look out for them. But we've run out of time. Appreciate all you. Appreciate the uh, thoughts, comments, questions. We'll be back with a Thursday edition. We'll have our pick them tomorrow. It's been the end of the bench. For Hacks and Lucas, I'm Choice right here on 100.7. The score the bottom line is next. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.